It's dangerous to podcast alone. Take this. We're talking The Legend of Zelda. Hit it. It was 1987. Madonna's Who's That Girl was a box office flop. Aretha Franklin was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nintendo released Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! And a boy named Link tried to reassemble the Triforce of Wisdom and rescue Princess Zelda from the evil Ganon. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Joining me is a totally rad Christmas all-star and a brand new, very special guest. From the awesome Advent Calendar House, it's Mike Westfall. Mike, how's it going? Hey, for you, Jerry, anything. Oh, shucks. And from Horror Movie Barbecue, it's Chad Young. Chad, what's happening? I tell you what's happening is this podcast. It is a darn good happening. (laughs) (laughs) Some days. Other days, I just try to get by. (laughs) That's okay. You're doing great. (laughs) thanks i appreciate it oh man guys how are you doing hanging in there yeah doing good doing good halloween spirit is upon us but we're talking about christmas today you know uh you can kind of go a halloween route i mean ganon's kind of scary i guess oh okay you can see him (laughs) that's right yeah i mean the pig monster guy why not you know scared me when i was little sure just you know you're a room away and you can't figure out how to get in there and you get that apprehension going. That's like, that's a big moment when you get like one screen away and you just hear that. <laughs> For sure. Yes. <laughs> but, but but while we're here, uh, like what's your guys uh, history or experience with Zelda and Nintendo in general? <laughs> my God. Okay. Uh, my dad was the one who wanted a Nintendo. Uh, he, I'm and I'm remembering this as I'm thinking back, but uh, the first console we had was an Intellivision. It was called, <laughs> and it had like that. a it had a number pad and yeah. a little disc circle and buttons on the side. If you think controllers now have too many buttons, this thing had like thirteen or something. <laughs> uh, and then at one point, we went over to a friend's house, like his childhood friend that he's still friends with. Nice. Uh, and they had gotten a brand new Nintendo Entertainment System and a bunch of games. And he came home. He's like, "I want to get a Nintendo." Uh, and he he got one as a gift. And the first two game packs we got for it was the combination of Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yep. And Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. We got that one first, uh, which is why I hold it in higher regard than pretty much everybody. <laughs> it's definitely. Uh... Yeah, kind of down there on the Zelda scale, I think. Yeah, but uh, but but I love it to death. And back then, they were the only two Zelda games, and everybody yeah. liked them. Like, if you look back at old issues of Nintendo Power, Zelda 2 always ranked very high in the top 30. So yeah, 
I don't know what Yelp's problem is now. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have like Ocarina of Time and you know, yeah, all these yeah. others. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's kind of slowly slipped down the ladder a bit. But then I got the original for my birthday that year. So uh, between those two games, that was, a, that was a lot of bonding time between my, my dad and me. So that's nice. a nice memory growing up. For real. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Chad, what about you? Uh, you know, this, this couldn't be any more polar opposite. Um, <laughs> I was the kid that just didn't like Zelda. I didn't like the game. I didn't like the cartoon. Um, so honestly, I, I, I don't remember the year it was when I, when I played it first. Um, you, ah, geez, gosh, it had to be like 88, 89. I don't know. Probably when the serial came out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was that like 80? Yeah, that was 88. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just I, I I couldn't get into Zelda. I just I don't I, I, I RPG games have never been my best friend. Um, <laughs> I was always the kid that like probably screwed up within the first like two minutes, and I just said I'm going to go play Excitebike instead. And <laughs> <laughs> like that that was a little bit more on the level that I could handle. I understand. Um, yeah. So uh, while I do indeed respect Zelda's fandom and you know, all the people that love it. I just, it's, it's never been priority on my list personally. What about uh so what's your favorite Nintendo game then? The original Nintendo. Yeah. Um, honestly, this is, this is I, the game. I probably played more than anything was probably the GI Joe game. To be honest. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. That was so hard. I could never, oh. I, I was terrible at that game. <laughs> what was that called? Was that like the Atlantis factor or something? I think that, that was, was the I think that was part two, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. okay. That was part two. Yeah. And that was worse. That was terrible. I hate yeah. that game. <laughs> That's the one I played. I don't think I ever played the first one then. The first one was actually very, I wouldn't be shocked if it shared the same uh, engine and, or like the same ROM or whatever as uh, sure. the Batman game. Oh yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was it was very similar. Um huh. you had similar levels, kind of similar stuff. But the best part about it, you could actually take like three people on a mission. So you could take like Snake Eyes, Snake Blizzard. Eyes. I think yeah. Duke was one of them too, wasn't he? Oh, Duke was, was one of them. Yeah. yeah Lieutenant Hawk or uh General Hawk you played on the last level, apparently. Oh, gotcha. Um yeah. And and here's what's funny. Have you guys ever heard this rumor? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. And my friend Years and years ago, we were at a uh, convention and we were talking to someone about that, the, the G.I. Joe game. And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, the only way you could beat that game is if uh, you beat Cobra Commander, but you had to beat the game three times. And I just remember saying, that's not real. He's like, yes, it did. Yes, it is. I'm like, what? And this is probably like before Google. If you can imagine that. So I, I didn't really have a phone with me to, you know, <laughs> check them. And then years right. later, I'm like, no, that's not real. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a Ghosts and Goblins deal where it's just like, just oh. kidding. Yeah. Oh. Back Ghost, in the beginning. Ghosts and Goblins was. Oh. Oh, no, thank you. I don't want to think about that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still so hard. So uh, I've been playing a lot of Nintendo, uh, like on emulators on my laptop. Yep. And uh, I still am terrible at GI Joe, and I'm very, very terrible at Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, oh. So my my childhood uh, dream of beating it now that I'm older just is never going to happen. I think. Oh well, and you see the the good thing about GI Joe is you could use codes 
to like oh, get okay. to the last level. But I mean, back then in like in 90 or 91, whenever this came out, you, you didn't have like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you didn't have Twitter or a website to tell you what those codes were. Right. And I don't think like if you got the right issue of like Nintendo power or game informer or whatever the case may be game pro, sorry. Um, you might have found a code, but you know, th- those codes were not easy to come by back then. No, they were few and far between. Mm-hmm. Oh, very. Oh, they were such a pain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm a kid that needs to use cheat codes when I play video games. Cause I am the worst video game player in history. <laughs> like if, if I had entered that Nintendo world championship, I guarantee you, I wouldn't have made it past even the, 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 the consideration round or the, the, the preliminaries, <laughs> I would have been crying my heart out. <laughs> I, I feel you. It seems like for me, the only game for Nintendo that I was ever good at was Mega Man. Uh, that's, the only, that's the only one that I was ever good at, like that whole series. Uh, oh. Mario Brothers, I could never beat. I, I finally beat it like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those. I was pretty terrible at, at a lot of them. Bionic Commando, I was never very good. Oh, no. oh that was a tough one. That was the tough one, yeah. You know, just a, a lot of those, it was just like, okay, I, I'm having fun, but am I really having fun because I can't get anywhere with this? <laughs> yeah, no. There are games that I picked up and I got a knack for. Like, I'm I'm pretty good at any Zelda. Uh, nice. I'm pretty good at all the Mario ones, but then you mm. throw in things like Bionic Commando and no. that first Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> oh, Turtles oh game my gosh, took yes. me forever to beat. I think I was in college when I first saw the end of that game. That sounds about right, honestly. Uh, have you seen uh, uh, Angry Video Game Nerds uh, video on it? Yes. <laughs> on, uh, on Bionic Commando? No, on uh, oh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> no, I apparently... Have. Is from like right around the corner from where I grew up. Oh, nice! I yeah, yeah. Our, really we have a mutual mutual friend that actually, and I think he told this on one of your podcasts. But he, uh, they like went to they rode the same bus or something like that, and they would always talk or something. But our, oh, that's uh, right. I have yeah, heard this story. Yeah, Tommy, our friend Tommy Coombs, who I do um, occasionally podcast with, mm-hmm. he'll, he he loves telling the story because his mom like used to ride or drive a school bus and like James Rolfe used to be on the bus and something like that. And God bless Tommy. <laughs> that, that's all I'll say. He, <laughs> lo- he loves to bring that story out. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Hey, DC. <laughs> God bless. Well, I don't think he listens to my show, but if he does, hey, Tommy. he does now. This, this show is up. <laughs> be honest. Honestly, this, this show is completely up his alley. And I guarantee oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, if, if he hasn't listened to it, he will. I guarantee. <laughs> okay. You know, it's uh, it's funny because uh, I remember the very first time I ever played Zelda, which is strange. You know, it's not, I mean, I don't remember the first time I played like lots of games, but Zelda, uh, Mario, because uh, my dad also was the one that went out and bought a Nintendo for us. Um, it was just he showed up one day and apparently I actually had a college fund that uh, my aunt had started for me and he kind of took out some money from that to, oh, to no. buy the Nintendo with. <laughs> and my mom was a little upset. Um, but I can imagine. You know what? It was fun. I think it was totally worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a lifetime investment of memories. That's ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I used to have a TV that was like crummy. So I got the old TV when my parents got the new oh, So, you know, yes. you had to like, you had to like let it warm up a little before it finally like actually yep. showed the video. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, Channel 3. 
And so I would do See, that. For me, it was Channel 4. Because oh, okay. Channel 3 was a TV station. Like, Channel 3 was one of the... One of the oh, the I got CBS you. CBS affiliate for us. I got so. you. Yeah, for us, it was a 4, 5, and 8. So 3 was perfectly okay. open. Fair. So, so, yeah, Channel 3 for us. You have to let it warm up. And I'll never forget, the first time I saw it, I was at my friend Richard's house. And, you know, it was a ni- ni- nice, shiny gold cartridge. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it, there was something mm-hmm. different about it. It was like, whoa, what is this, you know? Uh, and I played it. And, I, again, I was terrible. Uh, Chad, like you, I'm not very good at RPGs. Uh, <laughs> I'm good at side scrollers. And later on in, in the 90s, I, I became really, really good at fighting games. So, like, Mortal Kombat oh, was, like, already like my gym. You're one step ahead of me. I can't even beat those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a button masher. Nice. I got the definition. Yeah. Well, my, my buddies and I, who we're, we're actually scheduled to do a, an episode on Mortal Kombat soon, but Ooh, um, we're, nice. we're, you know, we were the guys that would like create our own little books with the codes and like all the moves and yep. mentalities that we knew. And then we have little drawings and everything in there as well. <laughs> uh, and I actually found one in like one of my old boxes of stuff that my parents brought to me. Nice. So it's like, okay, I'll, I'll remember that when it's time to start posting stuff for the episode. But, but yeah, so I, I mean, like, I'll just, I'll never forget. It was like so cool and I played it and I died a lot, but you know, it was fun because <laughs> it was new and it was gold and shiny and yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so I remember, um, you know, letting my TV warm up and renting it from like a uh, movie land video. That was like the local video store. Mm. And uh, it, it was really cool. It was like right by Mr. Gaddy's pizza and like a, oh, cinema, wow. like a, a movie theater. So we'd go like watch a movie on Friday night and then we'd go to Mr. Gaddy's, you know, to eat <laughs> all you can eat buffet. And then we'd go check out some movies or video games or both. Uh, so that was just one of those things. It was like so much fun every Friday night. We kind of had our little thing growing up. That is a solid, like three way dance you got going there in that one <laughs> shopping center. Oh yeah. It was, it was good stuff. Yeah. I, I I'd say so. Like that's like a Friday night, like a perfect Friday night. Right yeah. <laughs> well, we dug it, but, uh, you know, it was, it is what it is. And so we, uh, you know, we'd go and we'd eat all you can eat. And I remember mm. going home and renting, renting, it was Zelda. And I think I also rented, oh gosh, what was it? No, I, okay. Well, it's, it's escaping my mind now, but I just, I remember <laughs> like waking up like at 5 a.m. Saturday morning and like just playing and my brothers would be so mad because they'd wake up later on, like at, you know, 6.30 or 7 and they'd see my light on. And so they knew that I was playing video games. They'd be like so mad at me. <laughs> like, hey, you know, that's, that's what happens when you don't have the TV in your room, guys. Sorry. Well, well, <laughs> your TV was downstairs. So I didn't I, I would have to actually go downstairs and play. And my brother didn't care. Uh, but my dad would always be the one who would stay up late. I remember waking up at like who knows what time it was and just I'll hear him either cheering or cursing <laughs> at the TV. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we would use my dad to help us with difficult levels like uh in the first Mega uh Mega Man that Gutsman stage. Oh, that one's a and it was it's like the shortest stage and it's so hard to get through. It's super short, yes. But it's like, you know, you have the platforms that would like drop whenever the, the yeah. line was broken. Right. And oh. we we could never do it. And so my dad would be the one to like do that for us. So uh, <laughs> once we got past that, of course, it was like easy. Uh, and I actually beat like Mega Man's two through six before I beat the oh. first one. Uh, I've never beat a Mega Man game a day in my life. Like I always, I always 
like I said, I've never been not a good video gamer, but like Mega Man, I always enjoyed because there were so many options and every game was there as similar as they were. They were still kind of different in their own ways. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I always mixed them up. I couldn't tell you which one is which. Like, I feel like after Mega Man 8 or whatever it was, it was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> I think I think I was like that after part three, honestly. <laughs> I, <believe. laughs> uh, I was in it for the long haul with Mega Man. That was one that uh, I played every one up until... Oh, I think the last one I played all the way through was was X three for the Super Nintendo. But oh wow, well when uh, when they came out with nine and ten for the Wii, I remember uh, buying those. Oh yeah, and that those, was really fun. Those were fun. Yeah, there was um, it was like it brought it back to like that original style. You know, yeah. difficulty with um, no like energy tanks and stuff. Yeah, like that. it was yeah. way harder than I <laughs> it remember. Was super hard. Yeah, it was like, like Mega Man one level of difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> But I was always better at those, uh, and I think it's just because they were kind of that kind of standard side-scrolling game rather than Zelda, which was like an open-world concept. And uh, I mean, that, that was like super cool. You know me, I, um, Mike. I, I'm really into like world building, and so if you can create yeah. like a whole universe, like I'm, I'm in. Like, like you got my attention. So I always really dug Zelda, even though um, it just uh, it was difficult, and I always got super frustrated at it. But I, I enjoyed like the mythology of it. I thought that was always really cool. Um, and then, of course, later on, when they started doing time travel, but uh, yep. <laughs> without the flux capacitors, yeah, and, well. uh, <laughs> you know, I had Wait, to what is Star Trek: The Next Generation, where every episode is just time travel? What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty <What>? much, yeah, <laughs> yep. It was, it was that kind of a vibe there for a while with Zelda, uh, and then you started going into like multiple timelines and uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's like, uh, so Ocarina of Time, I guess, kind of sets the stage. It's like a prequel. And like, if you lose, that kind of leads to like the main timeline with like the original Nintendo games. Yeah. So they connect all of these different Legend of Zelda games for all of these different consoles in this timeline that's split three different ways. Yep. (laughs) At this Ocarina of Time game for Nintendo 64, because, well, you traveled to the past, so you branched off of this timeline. Mm -hmm. If y'all think the multiverse is complicated, (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo's been doing this for, like, 20 years. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's super crazy with the timeline. Apparently, they had, like, a super secret, like, you know, I guess series Bible essentially that they, they oh. were keeping like the whole timeline straight with everything. And they yeah. finally released it like in 2000, was it 2011? I think I want to say 2014, but it might've been, uh, it might've been earlier than that. So 2011, they came out with a game called Skyward Sword for the Wii. Right, right. Uh, that's one I got for Christmas. Oh, uh, nice. But that was supposed to be, th- this is supposed to be, and they just released it for the Switch too. Uh, and I just played through that recently, and it was super fun, uh, uh, way more fun than I remember. And the kids got to watch. Uh, they played a little bit, and they decided, nah, this is too much for me. <laughs> they, their speed is more Animal Crossing and Mario Kart, and that's fun. Yeah, they have yeah. fun. Same here. I, I finally got my kids into uh, Street Fighter 2. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so they're 
Is it Turbo Edition? It is Turbo Edition. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> was there any difference between regular Street Fighter and Turbo Edition? Turbo was faster. Yeah, it was faster. Oh. That's all. Oh, they geez. just say someone like, you know, they would come, they would hack into the arcade machines and mm-hmm. like up the speed and do all stuff. So Capcom decided, all right, we're just going to make a Turbo Edition. So y'all will stop hacking into our machines. <laughs> so off topic, well, but. Were you guys more uh, Street Fighter guys or Mortal Kombat guys? I was a Street Fighter guy, but I played my share of Mortal Kombat, and it owns so much of my money. <laughs> so many quarters. I, yes. He, he, he doesn't call them quarters. He calls them Street Fighter currency at this point. <laughs> quarters. Rupees. Well, Rupees. <laughs> um, I I was a Mortal Kombat. I was both, but I liked Mortal Kombat a lot more because it had like more uh like horror elements yeah. and like, you know, stuff like uh, it just all the goofiness of it. Um but I liked both. Yeah, but yeah I'm always going to be Mortal Kombat. And that yeah. goes for the movies too. And and I'm I'm with you oh, there. Oh, absolutely for the movies. <laughs> by by oh, the man. way, I need to kind of this is breaking news. It just got announced that um the company Mill Creek who is a DVD Blu-ray distributor. They just announced about an hour or two ago that they're putting out a steel book edition of the, that street fighter movie for some reason <laughs> with the Van Damme one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> I just, I'm, I, I don't know how to process any of any of this anymore. That movie that's got Paxton Holly written all over it, Chad. Oh gosh, yeah. Did, didn't he say he was so coked up on that movie that uh, he doesn't Probably. even remember making it? Probably. <laughs> I mean, if that if that's his excuse, I want to know what the 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 re- uh, what excuse he has for the rest of his career. <laughs> Jeez, if he's coked also up that. that movie, yeah, yeah. Well, I like I like Bloodsport. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be nice. This is <laughs> yeah, well, I think Bloodsport kind of helped us get Mortal Kombat. And I know I, we're going like yeah, way off topic here. Absolutely. But... <laughs> well, do you know the original story is they were trying to get Jean-Claude Van Damme to, to portray himself in Mortal Kombat. Nice. And when he wouldn't agree, that's when they came up with the Johnny Cage Johnny character. Cage. Yep. That yeah. explains Which, so much. <laughs> it really does, because you go back and you look and you're like, yeah, that's totally Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. He yep. does the splits. He's got the groin mm-hmm. punch. I mean, it's mm-hmm. everything. It's literally just Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think I heard a rumor that they approached Jean-Claude Van Damme to play Johnny Cage in the movie. And then he turned it down. And then I think... They went to Brandon Lee and, you know, um, and then they just went to the guy that did. I think that that's what I heard, that he was approached to play him in the movie because afterwards he kind of saw what a success it was. And he was like, oh, well, I kind of need to jump on this now. So, <laughs> so instead he plays Guile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, the dude. American. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I love that bit. And, and again, I know we're like way off topic here. I'll get us back in a little bit, but I love that bit how like no one ever questions like his accent or anything. He's just like the most American guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever like, where are you from? <laughs> What's your story? It's just like, yeah, yeah of course it's, it's, you know, it's Bill over yep. there. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Well, here's another, here's another tidbit. Did oh. you guys know what that street fighter movie started out as? 
It started out as something else? I had no yes. idea. Oh, it started out it. as a G.I. Joe movie. And then they huh. kind of decided Street Fighter was going to be a little bit more profitable. See, I could have. I see it as a G.I. Joe movie. Yep. Uh, I definitely mm-hmm. did that. And then G.I. Joe put out the Street Fighter action figures oh. from the movie. They did. They, did. Mm-hmm. they sure did. I, mm-hmm. My kids are playing with mine right now. We, <laughs> my parents brought over a, a box just full of G.I. Oh. Joe. And oh, I nice. actually I had them. And so that. <laughs> Yeah, so I had like uh, Ihonda and like uh, mm-hmm. Guile, of course, Dalzim, uh, Ryu yes. and Ken, and and I think Chun Li. So you know what? I will say that line because they also did Mortal Kombat. They sure did. Um, oh, they right. did, and those were fun figures too. But I think Street Fighter kind of beat out Mortal Kombat in the GI Joe department, if you ask me. <laughs> they definitely did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad they never put out a uh, a link figure because I totally would have bought that as well. Oh, yeah oh. they they had Fair some enough. rubber figurines. No, I mean uh, GI Joe, but GI Joe, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. would be something. Yeah, because I could see them actually making it pretty cool. Way more articulation than the mm-hmm. game ever had. <laughs> <laughs> game had the posability of a rock mine. Yeah, <laughs> you can't pose the game. Yeah, yeah, I. I think what made uh, the first Zelda harder for me was the uh, like that. It was almost like an overhead kind of view. You know, it wasn't like, yes. and I just never could quite like master that. Uh, so I guess I'm just not like a very good chess player or, uh, or something. <laughs> because it's so, <laughs> so difficult See, before for me. We, before we had a Nintendo, we had, uh, well, and while we had it, but we had a Tandy computer. Um, Ooh. And one of the games <laughs> wow. my dad had for it was, it was, Based on the Disney movie The Black Cauldron, but it was by Sierra Games, the makers wow. of King's Quest. So it was a simplified King's Quest, but it was The Black Cauldron. And that had almost what? an overhead view. Um, this is real. Uh, and <laughs> I loved it. And it is the most beautiful early 80s PC game <laughs> I've ever seen. It's like it, it's only got 16 colors, but they used those 16 colors. To- oh, wow. Yeah, uh, but cool. it had that sort of overhead view, so I was used to it from that playing this first Zelda game. And again, I played this after the second one, so there's also <laughs> that. So it got it took some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, but I always enjoyed. Like there was a point where I wasn't using Nintendo Power or maps or anything. I was just deciding oh, what's just over exploring. Here? What's huh? over here? Just yeah. exploring. Oh, and then eventually, when I decided, hey, maybe I should finish this game, then I would go and read the magazines. And oh, I had a cousin before I had Nintendo Power. I had a cousin who had it, and he would photocopy them. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, before before scanners, kids, and before you could take <laughs> pictures on your phone, you had to like photocopy these or go to your local supermarket. I don't know where he got a photocopy or maybe dad took it to work or something yeah but it could be i just had pen deflect not pen deflexes binders of photocopied nintendo power issues <laughs> awesome. of zelda maps i remember uh my that same friend richard he was the one that had the subscription to nintendo power and so he had them like all and i just remember like looking through them so when you know Mega Man 2 came out i was like looking for the boss order in there and uh, that was my first issue nice <laughs> <laughs> I love that Mike's story started out with, well, I didn't, I wasn't stupid like you guys. I didn't need <laughs> Nintendo Power because I memorized all the photocopied versions of them. <laughs> it's like, oh. 
Yeah. Honestly, my I my I one thing about Mike I've always always kind of envied, and I've played Mike. Uh, we've we've actually uh, played Mario Kart a couple times. Nice. <laughs> I envy his. Yeah, it's embarrassing, Mike. You can. It's okay for you to say that it was kind of embarrassing even to beat me. Um, <laughs> I, I he has such an amazing video game ability, and I really wish I had like just a portion of it. See, like, I'm I'm okay. Like. I do well when I'm playing against my friends. And then I see these videos on YouTube of these people doing amazing things oh, and like yeah. beating these games so fast. Uh, the <laughs> fastest I've beaten the first Legend of the Zelda game is about an hour, which is impressive. And then I see people doing like 25 minutes. I'm like, 22 minutes. No, is the one I, saw, yeah. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Well, the one that I saw was 22 minutes, but they kind of cheated. They were like changing frame rates as they were going. Yeah, they do all these kind of trick. <laughs> they mm-hmm. they glitch the game, which is cool in and of itself just to watch people do it. Yeah, but yeah. I I like taking my time and I like just sitting and exploring. Um, and the later games in in the Legend of Zelda lets you do that a lot, and people still like breeze through them. It's amazing to see yeah. what they do, but they. You could play them either way, which is nice. And I tend to more like, uh, there's a mountain over there. I'm going to go walk to it and see what it is. <laughs> so it's more, I like how it is, it's open world. That's really yeah. cool. And, and really, I mean, it's definitely one of the first to really popular, or I guess it popularized, but it's one of the first with like open world concepts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because the team that developed um, Zelda also developed Mario at the same right. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, of course, Mario is just a straight, you know, like I said, kind of it has a progression it's very linear and what they wanted from zelda was just kind of this big exploration thing and so it, it's really cool how like that concept has has kind of transcended uh systems and, and video mm-hmm. games in general and now like the open world is everywhere you think about like the lego batman or all the lego games you know for Nintendo oh, yeah. and, uh-huh. and of course countless others but i mean it's like it's all that open world concept like just go explore let's see if you can get beat it a hundred percent by finding all the secrets, you know, it's not just about completing the game. It's like complete the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good, it had a lot of firsts in video games. Um, it was the first game to have a battery pack to save your progress as opposed mm-hmm. to putting uh-huh. in like a 20 digit password. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing where you had to write them all down in yes. books Yep. Uh, Nintendo Power even like would give away. Here's a blank book for all of your passwords and all of your maps. Here's a page for Zelda. They branded them. Here's a page for all your Batman codes and Smart. here's a page for all your Yeah. Uh No, oh, man, that Batman game. That's, oh, an, that's another one I don't know if I ever beat. I I think I got to the final level. I just don't think I ever beat it. I think I beat it. I think I beat it with a game genie. Oh, nice. So. <laughs> game Genie. Yeah, that's uh mm-hmm. Yep. Remember Game Genie. Oh, what was that show? Um, wasn't there a game show where you could win like Nintendo games? Video Power. That's Video the Power. One. Yeah. Oh, I Video wanted to be on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved Video Power. I watched it yep. every morning getting Same. dressed for school. I wanted to be on that show because yes. some of the kids playing those games, like, I could do better than that kid. Yes. <laughs> and then there was a trivia round, and some kid would always just blow an answer. And that would be me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still a little bitter that I never got on Video Power. But do, do, what are you going to do? Didn't do you they have like the kids? Oh, 
like had to wear like Velcro. I was just about to say, didn't they have Velcro and you would Velcro the games to yourself? So the final (laughs) round in this game show is they go through this little prize mall and it was just walls and walls Mm -hmm. of Nintendo boxes. Yes. And they had a Velcro vest and they would just start putting things. They had a helmet with Velcro strips on them. They would get, there was a top level. They also had things like if you wanted a, a Nash skateboard, this giant of a skateboard you could grab mm-hmm. that and then the last part of this shopping mall was a slide like a playground slide that they would go down and that was the end of it and then they would count their haul yes. that, uh, awesome. th- that part was amazing by itself that yeah. should have been a, ga- a game show by itself <laughs> there is somewhere oh and by the way we need to touch on uh the fact that um johnny arcade was the coolest guy in the world <laughs> and they they had two different themes because I think the second season is when they kind of they had an intro where he was rapping and it, yeah. but it sounded more <laughs> like Mark Wahlberg and it was just awful. It was, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved it so much. Yep. But yep. there is there is a blog out there. I I need to find it. Someone actually wrote an account of. Because they were a participant on the show, and oh, they, I've they seen wrote, this. "Oh, I saw yes, this years you've ago. seen it." Okay, I can't remember where it is, and I'm way too drained to find it right now. But um, if someone goes through like being selected, getting there, you know, meeting everyone, you know, playing the game, the like, and just you know everything involved, and it was one of the most fascinating raids. Um, and if you can find it, I definitely suggest you, you know, read it because it's so it's it's so weird to read. And it's it's also kind of like, well, geez, I, I, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember dreaming about being on that show. Oh, so good. Oh, man. Wasn't there another game show that was it, it wasn't game Star pro, Cat. wasn't it? Was it game pro? Was Game Pro Game a, Pro was more, there was a game uh, that was like a magazine show, right? Yeah, well, Video Power started like that. The first season mm-hmm. was more of a magazine show type, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that, like Game Pro. JD Roth, hey, um, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but then the the second season with the rap intro, that's when it was a game show. Um, okay, there was oh jeez, Nick Arcade. There was that, yep. but oh, that was yeah. more playing yeah. games. And then the last round, you could go inside a game, which was just green screens. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and just, so weird. And just yeah. looked awkward. They yeah, did that with um the Crypt Keeper too. I think they did the 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 uh, the secrets of the oh um, secrets of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> no, wasn't um, it kind of like that? Well, I know there was a. No, now I'm thinking of something completely different. Legends of the Forbidden Temple or something. Legends oh. of the Hidden Temple. Hidden Temple. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> that was that reminds me of that prize mall at Video Power, but mm-hmm. yeah, that that also looks like no one was having fun in that temple. <laughs> it looks great from the outside. It looks amazing yeah. on TV, but it yep. looks like no one's having fun actually going in that temple and having to solve these things because all the puzzles were like adult sized. Yes. <laughs> and I was a short kid. I'm just like I'm not winning this. Yeah, game. I was a short kid too. I, so I feel, I, I feel you. Do you guys remember that there was a show, and I guess that this was early, early on when video games were just launching, and like arcades were really popular. Do you guys remember that there was a show called, um, I want to say it was Starcade, but that's also a WCW pay per view, or it was. <laughs> but I think it sounds was, familiar. I think that there was a show called Starcade, or like, oh, 
because I remember them, you know, rerunning it on um, when G4 would like first debut. And I, I remember thinking, is that where they got the name for the pay-per-view? Did Dusty Rhodes rip someone off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I found it. Yes. Yeah, Starcade is correct with one R. Oh, uh, <laughs> 1982 oh. to 1984 on TBS. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. It, it, that is interesting. Look at that logo. My goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're crying out loud. I love 80s logos. They're like the best <laughs> and the worst at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's you think about all these like Nintendo game shows and, uh, and all these things. And it just, it always made me, of course, when we talked about it, it always made us want to go on, but mm-hmm. I, there was something about like actually playing the game live, like with other people that always just made it better. Like, you know, yeah, I had fun by myself in my room, but like when I was at my friend's house playing it, it was like a whole nother level. Oh yeah. Maybe if you were a good player. Yeah. <laughs> but not when you were the sucky one. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, but it was always an experience. You would go to your friends' houses yeah. and you would just end up yeah. watching them play Nintendo or you would mm-hmm. play something together. Yeah. It was like that was that was the gathering space around yep. the TV mm-hmm. playing a game. Yeah. Absolutely. And usually like, with some sort of snack as well. You're just absolutely. Yep. Yeah. The little uh mm-hmm. the little barrel drinks, the hugs. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> What what was uh was it pizza pizzerias pizza oh god pizzerias, oh, pizzerias yes <laughs> uh, oh you know gosh. it was like some something like that you'd have some sort of snack that you're just munching on and mm-hmm. play it of course uh, oh man this is the best. I can taste the pizzeria dust right now oh. like that <laughs> dust was just bring that back indescribable oh it was oh so good um, yeah our snack was always um. Uh, like potato chips and popcorn but like once cheeto paws came out like that that that's oh, that kind of all yeah, yeah that was it done yeah, i got to just yeah, get your to. controllers all orange with the yes. oh, <laughs> cheetos paws and it's all oh, greasy so hard to uh, clean yeah yes they yeah. were oh, oh, man, that was, that was the worst yeah yeah a greasy controller was just no oh. thanks mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man uh but i i mean i remember going to richard's house and he's the friend that i talked about in like my very se- my second or third episode where he actually had the flag you know that that gi joe ship oh. uh, you know it took up like half his room yeah but, I but he had it uh you know so it was like so awesome so i always loved going to his house i mean his his parents owned like orchards and so they were i mean they were pretty well to do so well, he always right. had like the cool stuff uh mm-hmm. so i you know i loved going to his house because i'd always find something cool there to, to play with that i didn't have yeah so, did he have Eternia? Did he have the Eternia playset? No, he wasn't as quite as into uh, He Man. Uh, ah, so okay. He didn't, he didn't have that. He had a ton of like awesome Legos. I remember. Oh, jeez, of course. Okay. Yeah, I know Legos. No. But, but I remember playing Zelda. Um, so you know, of course, the the game itself, basically, you know, the evil, you know, or the source of evil, whatever they call him, Ganon, uh-huh. uh, who's usually invisible. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he's the one that uh, he kidnaps Zelda because he wants to take her Triforce and rule Hyrule. And so it's up to Link, who I guess apparently, and I don't remember this being part of the story until I started researching it again. Uh, apparently he's like a reincarnation of like uh, several uh, spirits or <laughs> something That's like that. That's how Why? they explain 
all of these different Legend of Zelda games on all of these different consoles. That wasn't the original <laughs> story. They just decided, all right, so it that started with the third game on Super Nintendo, A Link to the Past. Gotcha. And they decided, uh, this is a different Link and a different <laughs> Zelda from a hundred years before. Yeah. For no reason. Their names just and happen to be exactly the same. That's why they don't know same. each other, and that's yeah. So, <laughs> and then they just decided to keep that going, and so now they said, "Okay, well, they're either a reincarnation or basically these same events will happen again and again." And they set <laughs> like, it up like a curse in one of the games, like Nexus Points or something. Yeah. <laughs> in time. <laughs> yeah, and gotcha. I, I mean, a lot of people are really into trying to piece those pieces of the puzzles together and i'm just like i like video games i want to play <laughs> zelda i hear you yeah that's kind of how i am uh with a lot of other things it's like yeah it's cool i dig it you know like like yeah. trying to make sense of uh of the marvel universe sometimes or no right. marvel's actually okay the dc yeah. universe that's the one that's like <laughs> all over the place yeah. it's uh, like wait there's but- a new 52 <laughs> oh, but it's very creative, especially when you see people who really get into trying to uh, put all these pieces together online. I follow a few YouTube channels who like really like digging deep into these Zelda games and seeing, especially the newer ones, where there are just something to find in every nook and cranny. The one for the <laughs> Switch, Breath of the Wild, is now my favorite video game of all time because of just how huge it is and how much you can do and how many different ways you can play. I've heard it's pretty awesome. I've n- I've never played it. We don't have a Switch. Um, it's so know, fun. It's, it's oh, either gosh. that or like, you know, feed my kids. So sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, a, it was a tough choice, but, you know, uh, my wife ended up uh, vetoing me. So oh, fine. <laughs> I love my children. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I tell you what, my wife and I, we, we she had ordered. Um, we had gotten a switch uh, last year, a little after the pandemic started, and okay. because we, it really helped us out, <laughs> like. <laughs> like she is addicted to this day with Animal Crossing. I am oh, addicted I to Mario Kart. Um and I, I the, the fact that uh you, you have Nintendo Classic and SNES Classic and I guess they're gonna be offering N sixty four and Genesis. Yeah, that's, that's coming out at the end of October. That's cool. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I the, the, <laughs> the Switch is such a oh, I I love the Switch so much. Like honestly, I I I'd yeah. actually put it above the Wii. Did I make a wrong oh, choice? Oh, I would. <laughs> Maybe we made There's the wrong still choice. Time. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wait a bit because they're like coming out with like a better case for it. Oh, okay. Because cool. I like to I like to play it in what's called tabletop mode. There's a little yes. kickstand on the back, but that kickstand is the flimsiest thing. <laughs> Gotcha. It, it breaks every time it breaks off. So I just decided, uh, I, here's a stand for a statue that we don't use. Like, my daughter has this plaque in her room that's supposed to go on a stand. I'm just like, you know what? The switch pits perfectly on this. I'm using this now. And I play in tabletop mode when the TV is in use. So, and I have a little controller, and it's fine, and it's great. Gotcha. So- so Mike, I do have a question for you. Um, do, have you ever like gone on road trips and like brought that with you for the kids or anything like that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah, it's so great. And you know what? You can just like charge it into the. We're we're essentially just trying to sell you to get the uh, switch. <laughs> is essentially what Mike and I. Are I'm sold. To. I wanted to get it. I just you know. Oh. It's it's <laughs> so, a lot, especially because you, mm-hmm. you have multiple kids who are going to want to play at the same time. So invest yeah. in some controllers. I okay. have I have a couple of pro controllers. They're called where you don't have. To, they're a little bigger for my. Giant oh games. yeah yeah for their mm-hmm. yeah i gotcha yeah we have um we have that that genesis mini console that comes with like the, however many games oh, nice. yeah my wife still has her old super nintendo so we still play some of those games oh that's uh, fun it is very fun uh it turns out i'm also a bad driver apparently because i'm terrible <laughs> at mario kart <laughs> my driving skills don't seem to transfer to mario kart well, uh, except funnily enough on rainbow road i'm actually pretty darn good at rainbow road uh, yeah that's right. the only one i'm good at <laughs> <laughs> although the rest it's like mm, i don't know about that uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and um oh you know what's funny is is you said the genesis thing um when the nes classic came out my, mm-hmm. my wife loves nintendo like she loves mario it's nice. one of her favorite things she has like a little vintage memorabilia shelf going on okay and wow. Yeah, she, I actually one Christmas I got her this um this beer mug that was like a Super Mario 2 beer mug. Cool. And it was like the big gift that year because if I told you how much I paid for it. Um <laughs> but she she loves Mario and I I went insane trying to find that NES classic when it first came out and mm-hmm. a lot of people did. And our friend we got married less than a year later and our friend actually gave us a um oh my gosh my maryland accent just came out i heard it um (laughs) he actually gave he actually gave us a uh nes classic with like that was hacked so it has like a billion games on it. that's awesome wedding gift and it's like the greatest thing ever wow so Honestly, I love that thing. Have it now, now you said you had the Genesis one. Have you tried to hack that yet? Or not yet? No, no. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't have enough time to like really just sit down and play. That's I, fair. I actually play more play more on my uh, laptop in between editing Ooh. than I do uh, anything else, <laughs> just on emulators. So I have like a ton of Super Nintendo games there, and of course Genesis and NES. And mm-hmm. um, there's a game that actually kind of reminds me of uh, Zelda Two. Um, it's called Battle of Olympus or something like that. Battle for Olympus. Oh, I've played Battle of Olympus. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, very much like yeah. Zelda Two. It's I actually really like that game. <laughs> it's as as weird as it. And and don't get me wrong, I actually really like Zelda Two as well. Well, sure. Uh, it, you know, I. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's I don't know. It's it's fun, and I I yeah. just really like the mechanics of it. Uh, see, I, I'm. I think I'm so used to the physics of like Mega Man, those in-game physics. Yeah. That it uh it's hard to adjust to some of the others where like um like you'll jump and your jump is just like you go super high and right. you know, you float <laughs> down almost. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. that's like crazy to me. I need I need like just the the jump and you just you jump this much, you know, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, like a human being. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so of course Link is the main character, doesn't speak. Which I kind of like as well, uh, despite because he doesn't want to risk sounding like Chris Pratt. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna course, go. Yeah, oh, we all are. We all will, yeah, of course. Uh, but, I mean, it just seems like there's so many better choices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that just seems like the lazy choice. Yeah, because it is the lazy choice. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> because money. <laughs> I mean, we have a perfectly good Maurice LaMarche to play Bowser, and we need Jack uh, Jack Black. Like, what? what? Jack Black is, like, the one I'm least scratching my head about that's Jack actually, Black yeah. as Bowser makes the most actually, sense out of that entire list but yeah. I am looking forward to Keegan-Michael Key as Toad that's yes. gonna be fun. <laughs> actually yeah me too <laughs> he's gonna nail that I think like yeah. oh, yes. the, Toad has had such a cast of characters like portraying him it was like keegan michael key mojo nixon in the uh, first movie <laughs> and john stalker who's the voice actor behind like mr beastly in the care bears <laughs> <laughs> oh, and every canadian production of and all time. Every, <laughs> every yeah ever <laughs> like i'm sure like when when we've done uh advent calendar i'm sure we've done at least 57 john stalker productions oddly he hasn't come up a lot Yet. Oh, now you're just lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ooh, I like that. I yes. do have an episode coming up in the Care Bears Nutcracker Suite. So, oh, uh, nice. John yeah. Stalker is in that. But I think the only other time I've mentioned him on the show so far was as Toad. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to do those uh, Mario Christmas specials. <laughs> that one was fun. Yeah. Koopa Claws. Koopa yeah, Claws. that's that's gonna be fun. Oh. Oh boy! <laughs> well, and speaking of the show, uh, so Legend of Zelda had their own show as well, half hour, mm-hmm. like thirteen episodes. Yes, it, uh, was paired with uh, Mario and uh, mm-hmm. that Mario cartoon. Yeah, so every Friday on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, it was Zelda Day, so they would show the Legend of Zelda cartoon instead of the uh, the animated Mario segments. Uh, and I was really into this. Like, I remember day one of this show airing. I remember running off the school bus and parking myself in front mm-hmm. of the TV because I didn't want to be late. Like, I have a clear memory of that. Nice. Uh, and and Zelda Day was epic in its own right. It was on par as far as that sort of medieval vibe back then with with the adventures of the gummy bears i thought nice mm-hmm. I, I, and I, that's one i used to love i used to love gummy bears yeah oh, i'm actually yeah. going to be covering them uh they didn't have a christmas episode but they did have a christmas book what that i got so i'm i mean it's a little kids book but i'm yeah to, but i didn't know about this yeah so i'm gonna do an episode on that we're gonna cover the book so that would oh, be very fun. nice but uh gummy bears was awesome i mean of course disney yes. production values you know are, are superb but the the show i don't really remember watching a lot of the episodes i mean it's not like there was a ton but i think i only remember watching like one or two i do remember when they crossed over with captain n though mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. that was cool because i loved captain n loved captain n that felt like an event when they because that was like a season two deal when they thought would they finally brought over lincoln mm-hmm. zelda and mm-hmm. it was set in in the world of zelda 2 where uh you had the backstory of well we've already beaten ganon oh but there's a way to resurrect him but you oh. gotta kill link and sprinkle mm-hmm. his blood on it, it, yeah <laughs> wait what <laughs> kind of dark it's super dark book. <laughs> it's in the manual yeah so kids before no. you had to spend like 20 minutes learning how to play a video game they would come with this little booklet with instructions on it. And sometimes <laughs> the booklets would come with the whole backstory. It was very interesting. Uh, and I kind of missed that. Were you a, a read the booklet first or play the game first kind of kid? 
I was a read the booklet first. So was mm-hmm. I. Me too. I had to read the book first. Um, <laughs> and in many cases, you had to to figure yep. out what to do, yeah, where to go. Uh, and Zelda Two had like pages and pages and pages of backstory. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, and page one was just like, well, Ganon has been destroyed, but there's a way to bring him back to uh, with the blood of Link shed on his ashes or something. It's like, the, the, well, this is dark. <laughs> like, I know that uh, Zelda is the main topic here. You guys are doing an awful job selling me on trying to give Zelda another chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to sprinkle his blood, but then you have to read the instructions. They don't, sh- they don't show that part. <laughs> well, they don't show it, but they say it. Thank you. But that's, that's kind of like, uh, what is it, Castlevania 2, right? Simon's Curse. Hey, yeah, I, right. I I Where, never played Castlevania as a kid, and and oh, that that game would have dude. been up my alley as I play it. Now, Castlevania yeah, is awesome. Uh, part mm-hmm. two is great. I mean, they're all really good. I like one through three especially. Uh, my ringtone is from Castlevania, and it, it? they have great the, the the little score is is great. Oh yeah, um, but I just it's the same thing. It's like oh, you're dying. Yeah, you beat Dracula, yeah. but but now you're dying. <laughs> And so you got to beat him again. Don't let him get resurrected. You got to do it in a certain amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was never able to do it within the amount of time, except through a cheat code. That's the only way I was ever yeah. able to nope. do it. Yeah. Me neither. I was like, oh, that's the happy ending. Okay. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I always, I always end up dying. Like I'd win. I'd beat the game, but you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's another one of those. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Chad, that we're not uh, selling you on, on Zelda. No, that's okay. I'm I'm loving this conversation, though, even though it's kind of a table for one <laughs> on my side as far as Zelda <laughs> goes. And that's okay. That's that's just fine. But because I am like, I I'm just loving these memories that you guys are bringing up. Like I I I just, it feels just like you know uh, Christmas '89. Nice. or christmas 88 while i'm yeah. listening to him like i feel like i could be there you know envisioning you know so i i'm loving this i'm i'm i'm, I'm loving it so uh, i'm glad you brought that up in christmas 88 specifically because in that year 2020 did an actual uh like it's like a 16 minute segment john stossel oh, wow. talking just about nintendo <laughs> and uh oh boy yeah it, know, john stossel uh, <laughs> it's all about like you know how how um, they're selling out. That's like the most popular thing. Of course, they go into the is it bad for kids? Does it rot their brains? Kind of things. But oh, most, yeah. mostly, it's like like he interviews a dad who drove like a thousand miles to try to to get to the store to buy a Nintendo and Super Mario Two and Zelda Two, which were like the hottest oh. games at the time. Uh, and so it's just it's funny because he he talks to kids. He's talking to all these parents. He's talking to store owners. He of course some game developers and things like that. But I mean he like really gets into like Nintendo and how you know this fad is kind of taking over the nation. And this is you know mm-hmm. Christmas '88. Uh, so it's just it, it's just funny how nowadays you think yeah yeah of course video games no big deal. But like <laughs> back then it was like wait it's you know, are they eroding our kids' minds? You know, <laughs> it was like, you know, and and what would parents do to get their kids this uh, this game? So it, it's just it's fascinating. It's a fascinating look. At it. Of course, John Stossel just is John Stossel. So he's oh. got a yep. Got a did, he, did he get Stossel smacked? He did not get smacked. No, no. <laughs> not this time. Not yeah. I'm sure it was tempting. I'm sure someone wanted to. <laughs> You know, but talking about Zelda, yeah, 
there's a you know there's like the overworld which you know you can kind of explore and then there's like the underworld i suppose like all these dungeons essentially like or castles or whatever you want to call them i i kind of I didn't remember them having all these names. So like the very, the first one, you know, or the one you're, you should do first, cause it's the easiest is like called the Eagle. Uh, that's like the name of the dungeon. I yeah. Because, uh, well, it's because of the way the map is laid out. Yeah. Looks like an Eagle. So they have all these different patterns. One looks way too much like a swastika, but it wasn't a swastika. <laughs> are we sure? Are, are we sure it wasn't? <laughs> oh boy, that's a whole that's a whole other conversation, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but they laid out these maps, and they all kind of fit together if you put them all together, and that's how they made the most of the little computer space that they had to put on oh. this cartridge so mm-hmm. uh, it was very cleverly done and then it's like all right well this one kind of looks like an eagle uh, and this one kind of looks like a crescent moon and this one kind of <laughs> looks like a dragon's head so sure so that's where uh, all of these names <laughs> comes from gotcha because I, I i mean i honestly just didn't remember the names i just thought okay yeah you go to that first dungeon and then you go to the second you know, castle yeah. or whatever it's called mm-hmm. well and they all have like right over the map it's just like this is just this is level two mm-hmm yeah, that's and that's what I remembered. Just yeah. levels, you know. But uh, so I think in the first one you get the was it the boomerang? You got a boomerang and you get a bow, but not arrows. You got to buy arrows. <laughs> Naturally, you know. Yeah. And then the arrows, for some reason, cost a rupee to use while you're sitting there. And t- t- what? Why did that cost money? <laughs> I wish I had an answer for that. I don't they know. They fixed it in later games, but that first one was just, so you're not shooting a lot of arrows. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic arrow, I guess. Just yep. sucks your money with you. And yeah, so that, so you get that one in the second one. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. So the first one you get the you get the bow and arrow, or the bow. The second the one bow. is where you get the boomerang, right? You get, you get a better boomerang. You get a magical, magical boomerang, boomerang. That's what it was. Which is magical because you can throw it farther. That's the magic. And I remember, um, oh, okay, well, I guess that's kind of magical. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I remember the boss from that one. I think it's like Dodongo or something Dodongo. like that. And I remember that one because it kind of looked like my favorite dinosaur, which was a Triceratops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's like why I, the only reason I remember that that particular yeah. boss. <laughs> you had to, you had to feed this, for, this poor dinosaur bombs until it like disappeared. What? <laughs> yeah. So the bombs. The only way to defeat Dodongo because he's got a tough dinosaur scaly shell hot, is yeah, you got to use bombs, and he either eats them and swallows them, and they explode, or you could just like have a bomb explode next to him, and then you could wow. stab your sword, and then if you do it that way, you get more bombs. Fun little tidbit for you. <laughs> oh my, that is cool tidbit. <laughs> So wait, you, you keep is is his name is Dodongo? Dodongo. Oh, I like that. Can't wait to bomb some Dodongos. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Is that a you? So we had. Oh, it was from. Okay, okay. So, that so like, line was from a game that before Nintendo made a Nintendo sixty four. They tried to make this deal to make a CD version. They were originally supposed to co-create the playstation with sony and that fell through so then they decided to do some deal with philips and they created philips created this the cd interactive which had this horrible controller but it was like a (laughs) cd-rom game and so remember that 
uh, Nintendo kind of quietly got out of the deal with them, but Philips still had the license to make a couple of Zelda games and <laughs> a couple of Mario games. <laughs> and they had voice acting in them, and it was terrible. Yep. <laughs> so there's a line. Uh, Link talks in this game because Link talked in the cartoons, which is like, I right. can't wait to bomb some Dodongos, and it's just <laughs> so silly. Wasn't it like Mario learns how to like count and stuff like that? Oh, that was different. It, yeah, they had those games. Those were just PC games. Mario oh. teaches typing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember that, too. Oh, that was so, so bad. bad. Well, it's like a, like a Mega Man 8 level bad with uh, oh, Dr. Light's voice and, you know, the Dr. Wowie. Dr. Wowie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty terrible. <laughs> Forgot all about Doctor Wally. But uh, so th- I think the third castle or the third dungeon is where we get the raft. You get a raft, yes. Yep. Okay, which basically is just used to cross bodies of water, I guess. Yeah, there are two little docks that you can use, and then the next one gets you to the the fourth level, Ooh, where you would, get a, uh, a step ladder. The step ladder, yeah, yeah. That's where you could cross like tiny little rivers. And then this is where we have the, the dragon, right? Like with three heads. Yes. Uh, Gleok. Gleok. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who didn't make it to 3D yet. There are a bunch of like, Dodongo came over in Ocarina Time and you had to like battle in 3D. Gleok, we have not had to battle a three-headed dragon yet in a 3D Zelda. And I want one. I wonder if they're <laughs> afraid of like King Ghidorah copyright issues or something. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it seems like, why not? I guess so. Why not? I don't know. It's all Hydra. <laughs> it's all just great. Somebody call the Red Skull. People. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that Hydra, but sure. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. The uh, yeah. Hercules, yeah, or Heracles, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so then in the next dungeon, you get the recorder, right? Or it's like a yeah, flute. Yeah, like a little flute. Like a flute it, or it was something. a recorder. Yeah. yeah, like the recorder that you used to play in grade school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I so want someone to draw Link like playing a recorder now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I want that on my phone. Just Link <laughs> <and> the recorder. <laughs> Oh gosh, you know what? I I just I, I'm sorry to derail. I I went somewhere the other day. It, uh, I think it may have been just the grocery store, and I come out and I go to my car for something because then I had to go back in. I think I forgot my mask or whatever. Someone's outside in the parking lot playing a recorder. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, and not a kid, just like an adult. An adult. And I'm like, well, that's even worse. <laughs> that's very much worse. Are they playing it well? No, of course not. No, nobody plays a recorder <laughs> <No>. well. No, <laughs> uh, no we watched not. this Netflix movie called Vivo recently. It's it's got Lin Manuel Miranda and Gloria Stefan, and oh, wow. one of the characters what is a kid in this movie who's like an outcast kid who plays the recorder badly on one of her songs, like on the soundtrack that my kids constantly. So when it comes to the recorder solo part, it's just awful, <laughs> and it's so funny. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then we get to uh, the dragon dungeon, which you get, I think it's like a scepter, right? Like a magic a, wand Yeah, or something? they call it the magic rod. Rod. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Gee. Yep. And oh, that's where boy. you fight the uh, the spider 
boss guy. Uh, yes. Goma. Goma is its name. Goma. Yeah. So that's the one spot where you need a, the bow and arrow. Okay. You shoot him right in the eye. Nice. That's, uh, you know, if you're going to fight a giant spider, do yep. it from a distance. Go for the eye. <laughs> and then, um, okay, finally we get to, I think there's, only, there's just a couple more here. So it's like the demon. And that's where you the get demon. the the candle, right? Yeah, so you can buy a candle in store in caves, basically around the world, right? Uh, and you can burn little bushes, and some of them have secret rooms where you can get free money, or the it's a rare shop where you can buy something that you can't get in other stores, uh, or sometimes uh, you tick off whoever lives there, and it's just like, no, you got to pay me for burning down my door. <laughs> so and they'll take away rupees from you so it's yeah. a trap Ugh. and i think they explain that uh because hyrule essentially is now in ruins that's why people are living in caves yeah this is like they <laughs> kind of retconned the story to that because yeah. in later zelda games you have these whole villages of right. people who you can talk to at length and then you go back to this one it's just like everybody's living in a cave or under a bush <laughs> You know, uh, if I had to choose between under a bush or a cave, I think I'd probably go cave. Yeah, cave's looking really nice compared to that now. <laughs> uh, so you finally, you get to the, uh, or not finally, but you get to the lion dungeon. Yep. That's where you get the, I think it's like a book of magic or something, right? So the book of magic, the only thing oh, no, that no, does is... You use is... that to find the key, right? You can. Okay. Yeah, neither both of those are optional, to be honest. But it's nice to have the magic key if you have gone through all of your other keys. Gotcha. But the Book of Magic, the thing that it does, and actually in the original Japanese game, it's just the Bible. Oh, okay. Cool. Fact. So that's why there's a little cross on it, because it was just, they just called it a Bible. And what that does is, it, it uh, there's you, a, your oh, magic ahead. rod now can shoot fire. <laughs> like the Bible lets you do. I was, I was just about to say, Boy. I remember the first time uh, I put my Bible up against my magic rod and it shot fire. Yeah. Oh. Good night, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> yes. We went from um, PG to uh, not PG. That's our show. I wasn't even thinking that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but there's our Christmas connection. The Gospel of Matthew, Gospel of Luke. There it is. Narratives, boom. Yep. Got it. All right. <laughs> right. green elf boy there he that's right yeah oh, uh, and then on. you finally get to uh to ganon's dungeon there and you can find a red ring i never figured out what does the red ring actually do so you can buy a blue ring and that cuts your uh, that oh, increases oh. your that doubles your defense so okay. something hits you it hurts half. Less, right uh, yeah uh the red ring uh slashes that in half again and then you get to you buy the arrow. This is where you get the silver, or you find the silver There's, arrow. Yeah, so the red ring's in one quarter, the silver arrow's in another corner. Uh, you need the silver arrow to defeat Ganon. That right. is the must, so you need to get to that one corner. So I always, I didn't remember that it was an arrow. I always remembered it to be the actual power sword, but that's from the later games. In the later games, it's the master sword. The master and sword, it that's sleeps what I mean. yeah. in the forest sword, because it steals from everything. Yeah, and that's the one that you need later on. To, to yeah. kind of yeah. yeah, so I I wonder why they went arrow. I, I mean, that just yeah, a silver arrow. So I don't know if they were thinking silver bullet because Ganon kind of looks like a werewolf. <laughs> oh, he thought he's more like a pig monster. He's supposed to be, but <laughs> you, the one thing that I, that always drove me crazy about uh, Zelda 
and the designs of, of the whole system was um, so like in Mega Man, everything is kind of outlined with like a black outline. So they're very defined. They're well-defined mm-hmm. in uh, Zelda, Mario, a lot of the other games from this time, like they're not like, it's just the sprites, you know, there, there's no like black outline around that. And it always drove me crazy that they just weren't as well-defined. And that's just more of like my, my own little nitpicky kind of thing. But yeah. uh, well, they were older, so they were still figuring things out. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, and especially with Zelda, they tried to like cram as much as they could in as small space as possible. And then when they, right, right before they released it, they realized we only used half the amount of space <laughs> that we could have. We have so much more space. So they said, all right, let's make the same game again, but make it harder and like redo all the layouts. So that's how you get. So you beat it once you get this second, the quest. second, yeah. The second uh, quest. Or if you want to cheat and go straight to the second quest, you can make your little save files name Zelda and you go straight to that. Ooh, good tidbit guys. Yes. <laughs> so if you ever play this game, that's 30 something years old. Uh, and you want it to be even harder for some reason right out of the gate. Man, Make your name Zelda. I could barely and, beat it yeah. on regular level. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it did really well. It made like $6.5 million. Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, ridiculous amounts of money back then. I mean, I mean, it's still huge money for me but i mean (laughs) (laughs) that's i mean that's crazy yeah uh the second game only made uh 4.3 million dollars so not quite only four million dollars yeah i know (laughs) failure no uh it was still a fun game like i said i i really enjoyed it as well and again because it was more of a side scroller so i kind of dug that a little bit more there you go but uh i mean that's just more my jam so (laughs) made sense but i do have a question uh, okay. So everybody knows that you love Muppets. So if you could what a Zelda film or, or your show, whatever, with Muppets, which Muppets would you cast as which characters? Ooh. Uh, um, well, Link would have to be someone who doesn't talk, like like Beaker, maybe, or, or Thog. <laughs> no, too big. Uh, no, Beaker's a good one. Zelda would absolutely have to be Miss Piggy. Yeah. That would be fun just to keep cutting back to her, and then I'd you could have Gonzo or someone as Ganon, like someone, <laughs> someone ridiculous. <laughs> no, it would be like because you know people would want to say some some big muppet like Sweetums or something. I'm just yeah. like, no. The point of Sweetums <laughs> is he's like adorable. Or uh, uh, Uncle Deadly, maybe Uncle Deadly. Well, that might be a good one. Uncle Deadly would be a good one, actually. All right, Uncle Deadly's my Ganon. <laughs> or if we're sticking with, like, the pig monster, uh, we could always do, like, Link Heartthrob. Link Heartthrob. His name yeah. is Link. Oh, it's right <laughs> there. So he can talk now. Oh, that, See, I would love a game where it's just like, I'm going to save the princess. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go in this dungeon. Oh, man, Ooh, I want this, like, so bad, and I want this to cross over with Captain N. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Mike, are you saying that that could have been Lorenzo music as um, Peter Vanden? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jim Henson's Link Hogthrob voice is it, not it, far it is from kinda... Lorenzo music, now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Now I have two stupid Triforces. <laughs> oh, That's a nice throwback. <laughs> oh, I wish Tommy Coombs was here to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Oh man. Uh, yeah. So I just, I think for me, um, as much as I want to put like Kermit, cause he's just my favorite, Ooh. you know, as much as I want to use him as like link, I can't like at all. So no. I think I would have like, like bean bunny be my link. Ooh. <laughs> I would, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think he's got that, I don't know, innocence, uh, but still kind of mischievous a little bit. I mean, I could yeah. see, I could see him doing that. So I don't know. Okay. Well, what if I, I I'm just going to throw my choice out because I feel like if they were to have done this, it could have been like a parody on like Muppet Tonight or Muppets Tonight. <laughs> yeah. what, if they were to have, what if they were to have Gonzo as as uh, Link and Zelda was like one of his chickens? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, I need that. <laughs> oh, I could dig that too. <laughs> well done. Yep. Yep. Thank I'll- you. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Uh, So before we go, I just want to mention, uh, I I have to bring up that, you know, there was a Christmas album, I guess, uh, where they they took various themes from like the different games throughout uh, uh, Zelda, Legend of Zelda history. And they kind of mashed them, mashed them up or or emulated various, um, various Christmas carols to various extensive success uh, <laughs> yeah it's neat i'm not yeah. gonna listen to it every christmas but it was no. a neat little hey mm-hmm. they did that mm-hmm. pretty much I, I think my favorite is the uh the 12 days of christmas where it's basically uh. like the dad just kind of narrating to his son you know like <laughs> hey check it out i've got you know you have a legend of zelda game it's the first game i got when i, <laughs> I mean it's just it's so ridiculous it's a commercial like the <laughs> That's basically, yeah. It's a giant freaking commercial. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't mind it so much. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> fast forward it like I, I do with most commercials. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I just because I didn't know like where it was like it just kept getting like crazier. I just didn't know where it was gonna <laughs> where it was yeah, gonna end up. It's like so. what is what am I? What am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> you know what really kind of saddens me is a I didn't know about this until you had sent uh, both me and I, I, I'm sure Mike knew about this. I didn't know about this until you had told me about it. And all I can see, all I what I'm upset about is like back in '88, '89. When was this released? Like '89? The the album? So? No, yeah. it was like 2000 something. Like. Like 2020, I think, oh, or 2019. Geez. Oh, that recent. Oh, dear gosh. Let's okay, see. never mind. Then just take back everything <laughs> I said. I was say, the fact that we didn't get like a, a VHS, straight to VHS, like music videos featuring all this. Oh, and then you... when you said it was 2020, I was 2020, like, 2020, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Let's take back everything. Can, can you imagine like a claymation version? <sighs> like, like, you know. Uh, oh, I mean, I can. You know, I, I do uh, now. <laughs> you know, Will Vinton, like, like, you know, a very merry Hyrule Christmas. <laughs> that, yeah, this has Will Vinton written all over it. Are you kidding? Oh, jeez. Oh man, again, I. So now I need like Muppets. I need Muppets as, as uh, these characters, and I need Will Vinton's version of it too. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> so do I. Oh well, but you know, it does make me wonder. What would you guys say is your like hap hap happiest memory or moment with uh, the Legend of Zelda? Uh, well, I wrote down a Christmas specific memory, nice. um, which was almost a sad memory. So in, in this Aww. is 2000, I got the legend of Zelda Majora's mask 
for Nintendo 64. My mom got it without realizing that you also needed an expansion pack for the Nintendo 64. So oh, it was one no. of those deals where you get a new toy, but you forgot the batteries. It was oh, no. like that. <laughs> no. That's awful. And, and it would not play this game without this expansion pack. So I, I'm 20 years old at this point. I drive out to see if any place happens to be open and happens to be selling this expansion pack for the N64. And lo and behold, I come across an open Hollywood video oh, on Christmas oh, morning. Uh, kids, when you wanted to rent movies or try a new video game, you had to leave your house and go to a store. So I'm probably the only person who went into this Hollywood video on Christmas to visit this poor, lonely, totally not sober gentleman behind the counter. Well, it was Christmas. But I'm glad he was there to sell me this expansion pack for my dumb system. So thank you, kind stranger. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I can't even believe it was open. <laughs> so, yeah, that's wild. Neither do I. It was like the stars <laughs> were aligned. Yes. <laughs> Truly a uh, Christmas miracle indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Oh, uh, you know, honestly, I, I, I will say, and I'm not and I'm being really genuine. I think my new favorite memory is doing this show because this has just been a blast. Yay. And, um, I, I'm re- I've just really been enjoying hearing you guys geek out about uh, Zelda. Um, I will say this. I, 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 you know, we were all around in 88 and I'm just going to say that my favorite memory was probably the cereal or. Nice. I'm, yeah. I, and I, I tend to remember. I, I, you know, as I get older, I don't remember which one it was, but I, I didn't like one of the one of the bags. I know I, I like like the Zelda bag. It was berry flavored, and you oh, know, yeah, Chad, that I have a you, I have yeah. a long standing hatred of yeah. berry favorites. I, berry flavored yes. cereal. I like Frankenberry. I don't like Booberry. Yeah, Booberry, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Zelda, no. the Zelda side of the bag tasted like Booberry. The Mario okay. side of the bag tasted like Frankenberry and it was delicious. I remember. Uh, but okay. I still bought boxes and boxes of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So then, yeah, then uh, unfortunately I was really hoping, you know, just for the sake of this podcast, I was kind of hoping it wasn't Zelda, but now yeah, yeah it was, it's it, okay. that was the side <laughs> I didn't right. like. Yeah, yeah right. but you know, honestly, um, I will say, uh, and I, I didn't mean, I, I totally meant to bring this up earlier. My next door neighbor, he loved Zelda and he had the uh, golden cartridge. Yeah. And that was, that was always one of the most unique aspects of early Nintendo is because uh, everything was gray. You, you didn't have any other color. So when they made yeah. a gold, it was just like, oh my gosh. You know, even if you don't like the game, I mean, I think everybody remembers Mm-hmm. At least playing it once, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, for me, it was definitely uh, going to Richard Fryer's house and uh, just checking out that game for the first time and just having a blast playing it. Of course, I, I was terrible. I sucked. But but it was so much fun, <laughs> you know, it's just and I think it was more just uh, being at his house because whenever I played it by myself, I would get so super frustrated that I couldn't find anything or I didn't put the bomb in just the right spot. And <laughs> it, I mean, it was just, you know, one of those uh, trial and error type things. But I mean, I'll never forget the first time I saw it. And like you said, Chad, just that golden cartridge. And it was just it mm-hmm. so special, you know, it was just something different about it. It was cool. It was unique. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was great, but now we come to my favorite part of the show, 
which Uh-oh. is a little segment called Gag Me with a Spoon. <laughs> so this is where we do our best impressions of our least favorite parts. <laughs> uh, in this case, it's so broad, you can pick just about anything Zelda related. Uh, I, I thought it might be fun to do a, like a, a link battle where we all do the uh, excuse me, princess. But uh, I think that that's okay. We'll we'll say that for, for next time or something. But uh, um, as the guests, I'll let you go first. Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? Because you're the... Uh, the experienced guest here. Uh, I I brought a poem. Oh, from the uh, the original commercial for the original Legend of Zelda. You have these two <laughs> geeky kids. Nice. <laughs> and one of them introduces his friend to this game with a rap that goes like this. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. These creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octoroks, Tech Tights, and Levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get Zelda. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> That's awesome. This this nerdiest whitest kid is going wiki wiki. It's in 1986. Oh man, that that's awesome. That's 1986 for you, all right? Yeah, yep. yeah. That's I, I got some serious Teen Witch vibes from that. <laughs> top that. Did Mike top that? Yes, indeed. I think, I think he, he did, did top that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, Chad, what about you? Uh, whew. so many to pick from. <laughs> uh, um, gosh, I, I kind of came unprepared, I'm not gonna lie. So, that's I'm just okay. gonna do uh, hold on, let me take a nice little drink of water. I know that this is <laughs> exciting, uh, to hear audio. <laughs> it's it's build up, it's, it's just building suspense, it's good. It's going to build up to nothing. <laughs> that's build up to disappointment. That's even better. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. That was actually. really good. That actually was really good. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say, and I'm so sorry to derail, but Mike brought a memory back to me. Okay. Because he mentioned the, uh, the, uh, the commercial uh-huh now there was a commercial i think with a very young john kassir aka the crypt keeper where he's like doing imitations of all the creatures wasn't he wasn't that his own was that who that was oh, maybe I remember yeah. like commercial i didn't yeah. realize it was the crypt keeper actor yes and i had totally forgotten until you just brought that up i'm so sorry to derail no, oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, are you kidding? That's like the kind of derailing we want. Yes. I'm learning something today. Well, it's funny because I'm a I'm a massive, massive John Kassir fan, and um, you know, and if if you're you know, you know obviously people are going to know him as the Crib Keeper. He also right. did um, he filled in for Charlie Adler when Charlie Adler left Tiny Tunes, mm-hmm. and um, it, he he's done so much, and he's a voice acting you know icon and. But yeah, I think that was one of his first, like, you know, commercials, you know, national exposure. But yeah, if you guys uh, see that commercial, you'll definitely be able to spot him and his his very curly hair. (laughs) His very curly hair. He's wearing like a black turtleneck in a dark room. And he's just going, which way to go? Yes, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But I mean, isn't that like what we felt when you're playing the game? Like, which yeah, way? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I felt. 
Oh man, and now I gotta follow. Uh, I gotta follow your excuse me, princess, with my own. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think I can get it as good as you did. Uh, but I'm I'm also gonna do that because that's really the only thing that I knew that was cringeworthy enough to to do for this segment here. So. You can always do Link, my boy. <laughs> so uh, just uh, so you know, Chad, I I never. Uh, win at these things i'm always like the worst impression (laughs) whenever i do it but i love doing impressions even though i'm terrible at them anyway so um in this case i'm gonna try all right here we go well excuse me princess that was terrible all right i love it i love it you're getting my vote oh you're just being nice but thanks i appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) oh man i like how they gave link a california accent yeah, what was up with that? It was like know. Malibu from American Gladiators all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, man. There has to be like a Christmas episode of American Gladiators, right? I mean, there has to be. Oh, Good gosh. So. I, I, I totally got to do that. Yeah, <laughs> There is not, sadly, but oh my uh, gosh. The, 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 we, we don't have enough time to talk about American Gladiators. But when yeah. you're ready to, oh my gosh. I yeah, I, that I just Nintendo did, uh, game, that game was awful that was oh, a terrible bad game oh, yeah so that bad. was totally a bad game yeah mm, mm, mm. Uh, but uh it actually reminded me of something and i don't know why because it doesn't have any correlation whatsoever but it reminded me of uh <laughs> the music of, of zelda yes mm-hmm. it's like so 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 memorable you know yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like just you hear it and it's like, you know, exactly what game it is. Yep. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I guess you do that with American Gladiators, too. So I guess there's, there's a, a whole uh, there's uh, there's an old podcast called The Soundtrack Show that does movie yeah. soundtracks. And they yeah. spent a whole I think they might have spent even two episodes just going over the score to The Legend of Zelda, the first game. Uh, yeah. And it it's excellent. It's um, yeah. hearing it from a musician's point yeah. of view and how that song was structured. Uh, it, it's well, and originally they wanted to use Ravel's Bolero as the music. That's right, which would have been weird. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'm yeah, glad they it, ended up. Uh, I'm I'm glad they ended up using an original song. <laughs> how, how would they I have, have to that off? Well, I mean, they thought it was uh, that the copyright had expired, and it actually hadn't at the time. Oh. It's like 70 years after the death of the composer, uh, at least here in America. I don't know what the uh, what it is. It was. I think it was shorter back. It was shorter in Japan in the 80s. Mm. And mm-hmm. they were just short. It was just short, yeah. But oh, I mean, wow. they did a fantastic job because I, in a lot of ways, the music is even more memorable. You know, at least oh, to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, Bolero yeah. is just the same thing over and over again. It gets boring real quick. But <laughs> yeah, you know, and and I know they only had like the three channels to really do something. I mean, most Nintendo games, uh, you have the four tra- channels, which is usually like a you know your lead, your harmony, you got your uh, your baseline, and then your your percussion. Um, but I think at the time when they were doing Zelda, I think they were using that percussion track um, as well uh, for um, for some of the sound design. Like so some of the, the effects were coming through that tra- that channel as well. Yeah, the sword sound. It's very mm-hmm. percussion. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's just they did amazing with their limitations, but I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But, you know, G.I. Joe, they taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you guys think is the other half? Hitting them with a sword. <laughs> I, I got nothing <laughs> I was going to say him with Hind but no that's a different show <laughs> um, my, I guess the other half would be not eating the bag of Zelda cereal <laughs> there it is 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, they're, they're both better than mine. If no one is half the battle, I thought the other half was just trying to keep your timeline straight. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, dang! <laughs> <laughs> That's a battle in and of itself, <laughs> for real. Yeah, uh, guys, this has been so much fun talking with you. Uh, what do you want to plug? Like, tell me about your, you know, your your stuff. After you, Chad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, horrormoviebarbecue.com that's bbq um it's a it's my little blog that i've maintained since 2010 um i've been kind of getting back into it so you know you'll you'll see me kind of pop in with some fun blog entries here and there um i sometimes do a podcast with my buddies Derek and tommy coombs tc and we uh it's called thank pot it's funny uh that <laughs> used to be a a tgif themed uh podcast and then we kind of got kind of sidetracked and then we now we just kind of just do whatever and um at twitter uh on instagram facebook you can find me at horror movie barbecue and uh, i'm always posting very very random nonsensical stuff <laughs> about my pet monster pro wrestling action figures uh hostess cakes just whatever 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 pops in my head i really don't have much of a filter in real life <laughs> or online so i kind of just oh, whatever i'm thinking i'll put out there <laughs> <laughs> nice mike uh yeah the advent calendar house will be back starting december 2nd at yes. adventcalendar.house and you can find me on twitter at fall west mike i don't get it <laughs> so i i, I got it my I name was taken you, by a robot that hasn't tweeted since like 2009 oh, oh yeah boo boo yeah. like i gotta tell you tommy and i uh tommy came up uh in july and um his wife came with him and we're talking about how we were recording that podcast with you and she says to us, why do you guys refer to him as Mike Westfall all the time? I only hear him named as Mike Westfall. I'm like, because if you had the name Mike Westfall, name. You, you, yeah, that's your name. And that's <laughs> I, if I if that were my name, I'd want people to call me that, too. <laughs> but we never call you Mike. We just call you Mike Westfall. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I, yeah. I pretty much just say Mike Westfall, too. There are a lot yeah. of Michaels in this world. You got to differentiate. We have to, yeah, we got to distinguish yeah. you somehow. <laughs> you got Michael May, Michael DiGiovanni. Yeah, it, the it podcast gets... world alone. Oh, my gosh. Too yeah. many mics. <laughs> I mean, not enough mics. I'm sorry. Thank thank goodness I'm a Jerry. That is. <laughs> You're standing out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like it. I got to be different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But on that note, uh, guys, it's been, again, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. This was a blast. Thank uh, you. It, it, it oh, really well. was. And I'm going to end it by saying, and where did it all begin? With that cartridge under the tree. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Link defeating Ganon and rescuing Zelda, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our bonus episodes. Later, dudes. Are you tired of not being able to fit your eight-hour VHS tape full of holiday specials into your car stereo? So was I, till I discovered the Advent Calendar House. 
It's a podcast, you know, on the internet. They talk about all your favorite holiday specials. I'm the most important part because I'm the Christmas toy. From the must-watch Christmas classics. Ah, uh, humbug. To the lost treasures at the bottom of the bargain bin. I'm Olive. I'm the other reindeer. Now I don't have to hook up a VCR to my car battery anymore. Thanks, Advent Calendar House. Visit adventcalendar.house now to download your first episode free. And all the other ones free. It's a free podcast. Just go listen. Gadgets, toys, greed, Everest. I love it.